You know, David Bowie had this cover story in uh, the November 9th issue of Rolling Stone magazine, 1972. And it came out about a week, you know, in our, you know, a couple weeks before that in this country. Um, you know, because magazines always come out before their actual publication date. And it's got that weird <laughs> picture on the cover, which is accompanying this podcast. And he, um, uh, I, I, I'll never forget, I poured over it because it was my first look at the guy. And, I, and, and as I've said many times before, he looked like on the outside how I felt on the inside. And that was my, I hadn't heard, I'd only heard one song by him before. And I didn't even know it was his. It was Space Oddity. Um, but um, he was fascinating. And some reporter asked him to describe himself, and he said, partly enigmatic and partly fossile. And the reporter said, fossile? And he said, yes. Now, fossile, the way it was spelled in the article, is like, you know, a... a a bug trapped in amber from a million years ago, <laughs> or yeah, or two million years ago, or whatever, and um, so that's how it was felt. And I and I just couldn't. I thought, what a weirdo! What's he talking about? Partly enigmatic and partly fossil. I mean, for for almost fifty years, I pondered what he was getting at. I mean, you know, he he was good at playing with the press. But one day it occurred to me that what he said was facile, but with a British accent. Facile, meaning appearing neat and comprehensive only by ignoring the true complexities of an issue. Superficial. So he was saying, I'm partly enigmatic, complex, and partly facile. facile. So mystery solved. My, my, my. <laughs> Um, so, and on another David Bowie-related note, you may recall when I mentioned I'd finally found some Tom Ford Gray Vetiver, Vetiver cologne online and bought it and received it, and it was David Bowie's favorite cologne. And it just, it didn't live up. I, I mean, after a few weeks, it just didn't live up to what the reviews said, um, and uh, you know, which was that it you know was strong. It lasted a long time. It projected well, meaning you could smell it a couple feet away. And I finally took my bottle out to Nordstrom last week, and um, I, where they have a real sample bottle of it, but they don't sell it because they're out, and. Uh, I sprayed some of the real stuff on my wrist and smelled. I knew instantly that I had a fake. And then I asked the uh, salesperson, who's an expert in, on, on colognes and, and perfume, and I said, can you tell me if this is real? She took one. <laughs> she sprayed it on a scent card. To one, and she goes, fake. So anyway, the good news is, two good news. They're, the, the company's going to return my money. And I found an actual real bottle of it online of Tom Ford Vetiver. So all's well that ends well. Because it's wonderful, wonderful scent. Oh, she had me smell the Creed, um, the best-selling Creed cologne. 
and uh, which is a huge brand now. And I sprayed some on my wrist yesterday and smelled it all day long. I hate it, and it's four hundred and twenty bucks. So no, this is Knox riding the wild bubble with you forever. <laughs> 